What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Shut Up. Keep going. <laughs> I couldn't remember if we go, the podcast, but we explore our internet <laughs> curiosities. <laughs> or if, and then we say, I'm Cindy Goodman. I'm Kate Franklin. <laughs> I, what order do we do this in? I don't remember. No, we, we announce the show and then who we are. And we say, we explain what the show is yeah. before we say, it just doesn't roll off the tongue. I don't know. I'm out of practice. Um, but with that said, it has been a little bit since we've recorded and sorry that we missed the episode last week. Um, just a little announcement up at the top. Unfortunately, we won't be doing video podcasts for now. We will still be putting the audio up on YouTube, um, but the video component, we just had to figure out a way to make this more sustainable for our schedules. And that seemed like a good place to start. And hopefully that will, you know, be enough. I don't know. Do you want to add anything? I don't know. No. I feel okay. That's that's it. For it's the, mostly the voice. It's, voice, it's mostly vo- voice anyways. And I just feel like you don't need to see what my face looks like. like yeah. Honestly, you can just stare at an older video episode podcast just mute it yeah it'll just be like one. old like like dubbing yeah like you can dub us over one of our old videos it's like you were it's like we recorded it yeah and put it on youtube yeah so easy peasy but we are going to continue with our um scheme schematic i don't know with our new format where um one of us presents and then we our talk sick about it. plan our sick sick plan you sicko <laughs> i've been calling things stinky lately and i think it's so fucking funny that's my favorite word of all time i love stinky i'll be like that's so stinky pu <laughs> Well, now I use it solely as affirmation. Like you're stinky? Like that's Caleb's like pet name to me. I'm like, hey, stinky. Oh, wait, that's cute. It's such a cute word. That's a cute word. I use it as like, I just think it's funny to call things stinky and then go (laughs) P-U. And then the other big one I've been doing is when things happen, I'll just be like sad. (laughs) I have no idea where. I think it's because I like typed it once in response to something and i just thought it was like so fucking funny and then the third thing that i've been obsessed with doing is i'll send a text message right and then i'll immediately react to it with haha so i can laugh at my own jokes <laughs> oh that's good i'm gonna start doing that it's that's a really good one. it's like a power move i i love doing it people don't know what to do with it it's really great <laughs> What have you been up to, Kate, before we dive into the largest coupon fraud scheme in America? Oh, my God. Not, not Nothing that exciting. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Truly. Um, I was prior to this podcast, I was talking about the power of the miniseries. Oh, yeah. The miniseries. I agree with you, though, dude. I think that miniseries like. Yeah, I I was telling Sid before this, I watched the older hbo miniseries all of kitteridge which let me tell you the trailer does not do it justice it is the best piece of media i've ever seen i think i would go so far and wow like it was amazing starring Frances mcdormand she plays like this amazing really intense woman who lives in coastal maine and it just follows her life and it's she's the main character yeah hey react ha 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 um and it made me realize that miniseries are the height of drama. <laughs> There's something more dramatic than the, the dramatic form to be condensed while also expanded. Yeah, it's like a TV show too long, too much. We, we, we can't. 
I mean, obviously TV shows are good, but I just think it's the sweet spot. And so now I'm on a mini series rampage and watching the old John Adams, which is really good. Well, I like what I like about miniseries is I feel like it not only it shows restraint and it's like powerful that yeah. somebody was like, this is how many episodes I need to tell my story. And that's it. You're not going to convince me to leave it open ended as a series like this is how long it is. And that is it. Yeah, this is four episodes. Like usually oh, that's, miniseries that's are a six tight episodes, four. but like four it's like we have four like and that. that's it and we're done i like that very good i speaking of miniseries i watched um the lula row documentary lula Ro- lula rich is what it's called who's that? do you know what lula row is no. you definitely know what it is but you don't maybe know what it is because i feel like i didn't know what it is okay. but it um it's those leggings they're like very ugly pattern they're like garishly patterned leggings and then it expanded into different, like, different articles of clothing. But okay. it basically was, like, a pyramid scheme. Oh. Um, But it's, like, really sad in a weird way. But also, like, just, it was, like, very cultish. And they would do these, like, big cruises. And the owner, like, swears that it's not a pyramid scheme. And they, like, to have, to be able to sell, you can only buy LuLaRoe products from, people who are part of it like that sort of a thing yeah um but then the patterns were only like would be randomly distributed and so it kind of had this like supreme hype beast drop um like aura about it weird yeah Um, oh i remember someone that was involved with this yeah but it was like you had to buy into it and you had to buy buy x amount of inventory to start selling it and then if you sold it like it was like a whole thing. The documentary, the thing is the documentary, I don't think needed to be four episodes. I think that it could have been a tight two maybe. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was interesting to learn about it. it I can't say the documentary was terribly well done, but yeah, happens. Yeah, it does happen. But we can't all be all of Kitteridge, but they speaking can't, of, which is a horrible name. I'm sorry. It doesn't make me want to watch it. I know. I, and like the design for it was bad. It just, it suffered from its marketing, I think. Wait, was that the same time as Big Little, was that the same time that Big Little Lies was coming out? Because I think it was before. It looked very similar poster. Big Little Lies is, oh, 2017. The novel came out in 2014. I I keep buying books. Did you buy the Big Little Lies book? No, but I bought the one you were reading. The Sally Rooney one. I haven't started reading it yet, though. Then I bought this book. It's called Generation Wealth. Oh, Lauren Greenfield. Yeah. She's great. I Do you know her? Mm-hmm. Like personally? I actually have met her personally. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen any of her work. I like passively have, but I never put it together that it was her. Mm. Um, but I bought this book and I've been reading through it. It's really good. So basically it's like a picture. It's an art book and she's a photographer but um, there's a really interesting forward that is done by a sociologist talking um, about like wealth and excess and culture and how that's all intersected. It was interesting. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I good. had a really strange interaction with her. It was when I went to the Telluride Film Festival and mm-hmm. I was at this cafe and she was next to me and she was having a really hard time getting on the Wi-Fi. And so I helped her and then I was like. She was like, oh, are you here for the film festival? And I was like, yeah. I was like, are you? She's like, yeah, my film's at the film festival. <laughs> and then it was her. And I was like, holy shit. It was, uh, she just made a documentary. Yeah, I think it's called Generation Wealth. 
she did another one that was on um something versailles the queen of versailles queen of versailles no this one was the kingmaker oh interesting about this very wealthy chinese woman no filipino woman filipino let's get after it uh well i think that you talking to lauren greenfield and not realizing who it is i just looked up pictures of her i would never she's very she's very normal looking yeah um the largest coupon fraud scheme in the u.s let's go let's talk penny saver no oh but it's Lori Ann Talens. Maybe it's Talens. I think it's Talens. T-A-L-E-N-S. Uh, so let's talk about Lori. She worked at her computer, mixing, matching, and perfecting the art of coupons. Mm. She used the moniker Master Chef to design, create, and produce a variety of counterfeit coupons in her home. Joseph L. Kosky, an assistant U.S. attorney, wrote in court documents, quote, these counterfeit coupons were virtually indistinguishable from authentic coupons and were often created with inflated values far in excess of what an authentic coupon would offer in order to receive items from retail for free or for a greatly reduced price. We'll get into a little bit about like what the actual scheme was, but I just think I thought like it was like kind of brilliant and I don't condone like illegal activities, but you're like targeting people who are more than likely indifferent about their job. Like, I don't think there's any cashiers like retail cashiers that are like terribly passionate about the corporation that they work at to the point where they're like really examining the coupons and are like really well versed on like what all the coupons actually look like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you just have to make something that's like passable and they're like, okay, this is legit. Sure. Wow. Wait, when was this happening? This was from April, 2017 to May, 2020. Was it, was it like barcodes? Um, they didn't really go into specifics, unfortunately, but I think they were just like, making it says they were virtually indistinguishable from authentic coupons and like i feel like coupons you don't always scan yeah wait okay i have a lot of questions or i just i mean we have an hour so i'm sure i'm gonna learn a lot about this woman unfortunately we don't learn that much about her oh i'm like well who is she why is she why did she decide to do this Uh, we don't have that information oh it unfortunately this like wasn't terribly um what's it called like reported on i do have a picture of her which i'll send you now she is she looks very luxurious okay um that'll be on shut up keep going on instagram um but she's from virginia beach classic she is 41 her husband, Pacifico uh, Talent, oh is 43. Good for her. That's why she has that nice coat. She probably got a discount. She probably got a discount. We love a we love a, uh, a thrifty lady and thrifty man, but the government doesn't love it when you're when it's actually fraud. Oh. I guess I'd say I also don't <laughs> love it if it's fraud. Not just a government thing. Um, but so what she would do is she would go on Facebook and Telegram, which I put a question mark by because I don't know what Telegram is. Um, maybe that's like (laughs) Like the old Telegram. (laughs) People still use those. Yeah. The couponers do. Um, so she would do that to find groups of coupon enthusiasts and sell them counterfeits and then ship the counterfeits to the people. She would sell coupons to people. Yeah. So apparently there's like these like Facebook groups 
that I can't say what happens on Telegram, but uh, she there's these like Facebook groups that are like, we love coupons or whatever. And maybe there are people who like trade coupons, I would imagine. Yeah. Maybe or like be like, like, remember those books that I feel like yeah, you'd yeah. sell for fundraisers and it'd be like a bunch of local businesses coupons. I, I imagine it as being maybe not a bound book, but something similar to that where it's like, hey, I have like these coupons yeah. like i can sell them to you for however much yeah like maybe it's for like a hundred dollars off but i'll sell it to you for like 15 i see i don't know i don't know do people buy coupons for 15 dollars? that sounds like a lot but if it's saving you a hundred dollars then do you no i'm terrible with coupons i am too they make me really nervous Why? i don't know well because it just feels like it's like oh i have a coupon and I feel like I sense the anxiety of the per because I feel like hardly anybody uses physical coupons in person. Yeah. And so I feel like I feel the anxiety of the the cashier being like, oh shit, like what do I do with this? Yeah, like, though, yeah, it just feels awkward. All I remember is my mom had this like Velcro folder that had all our coupons in it and they were always for Bed Bath & Beyond. Dude, I have it written in my notes. The fucking Bed Bath & Beyond. How do they make money? I feel like we always had those giant coupons <laughs> that were for like 75% off everything you buy. And it's like, <laughs> it's what? How does that make sense? You send us a new and it's not even like it's like, oh, you earned this or like this is a once in a lifetime yeah. thing. It's like you send this to us every three months. How does this make sense? Yeah, I don't understand that business model. I also had this memory of, I mean, it makes sense like Amazon exists. I don't know. Do you remember like Mervyn's or like? I can recognize the name. I can't. Is it a, a blue it's M? It's like Kohl's. Yeah, it's like a blue M. Oh, it's like Kohl's. It's like what Kohl's used to be. But we used to go to Mervyn's. I sound like an old woman. I sound <laughs> like it's like we used to go to the J.C. Penny. Mervyn's. I hate the name Mervyn's. It makes me want to vomit. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's like, uh, I also it's like think dirty it's, felt or something. I don't know why I hate it. Was it was founded by somebody named Mervyn and his name is spelled M-E-R-V-I-N. But the store is called M-E-R-V-Y-N. And why? there's just something so stupid to me that it's different. I don't understand, but the thing is, so Mervyn's was very interesting. I hate saying the word now. I'm like freaked out, but it was one of those stores that like, it just had so much square footage and no one was ever in there. And I like sure. didn't understand how it existed. That's probably why it closed. But it was like so big. Have you ever been into a Kohl's? Kohl's makes me feel like I am and I'm sorry if you shop at Kohl's this has nothing to do I guess with their act the actual products that they're selling and more just like the aesthetic and layout it feels like I'm walking into you know at Dave and Buster's like where you spend your tickets yeah. <laughs> like it feels like that No, that's what Mervyn's was like and it was just like this huge place that only sold clothes and like home goods uh -huh. but like it was so big and there were so many items, but no one in there. And I was like, how it's like a liminal <laughs> space. Actually, that's what it feels like to me. Oh my me. God. What's a liminal space. You should listen to our podcast episode about episode. It. I don't know. I don't know what it episode was. It was. Anyways, Mervyn's I'm, man. Well, I'm I, sure she maybe. I, well, I guess Mervyn's maybe wasn't around in 2017, but I was going to say maybe she. No, they're defunct January 1st, 2009. <laughs> oh, 2009. <laughs> RIP. Oh. Uh, no, but. I guess going back to why coupons make me uncomfortable 
in person is like I had a brand it's my favorite kombucha brand I love them but it's, they're so expensive they're like five dollars a bottle right oh God. and but it's the best kombucha uh wild tonic everybody go check it out so good totally worth I've had it's my favorite yeah it's good and I posted about them all the time and so they finally were like hey like we'll send you some coupons and they sent me like 10 coupons but they were for free product and so it's like I would go to the grocery store and I would just have like a kombucha and then I'd get they'd ring me up and they're like five dollars please and i'm like i have a coupon and then the coupon would be like for free and so i just like steal it (laughs) like i just like walk away would you have to like would they just be like okay like would they avoid the sale yeah that's exactly what would happen they just go okay and then i'd be like okay bye and then i just like leave and it made me so uncomfortable it probably took me like a full year to use the 10 coupons when i buy these like multiple times a week just because i'd feel so uncomfortable like it was I'm just the same a, way but i realized that did you know that when you know when you type like a code for free shipping mm-hmm. that's considered a coupon yeah oh i never yeah so we're, we're digital couponing left yeah. and right i love i love that yeah that's really nice but what's not nice is that talons would rip people off <laughs> um and so she would go find these groups of coupon enthusiasts and sell them counterfeits and then ship them the coupons to be used she accepted payment in bitcoin and paypal which is just really funny to me the bitcoin thing because i feel like when i first read that sentence i was like that's actually really sad because i feel like for some reason when i think of people who are really into couponing i think of like older people and that feels like you're like preying on older on like elderly people which yeah. just isn't cool but then i'm like do elderly people like have bitcoin <laughs> yeah well, yeah like the statement just feels very like contradictory to me for some reason did you get an answer no oh, okay um one of the fraud victims did describe one of the fraud victims described in court records as a quote coupon enthusiast is actually who brought them down. Oh, fuck yeah. So they reported the couple to the Coupon Information Center, which is a nonprofit that works against fraud. <laughs> okay, so like, I don't know why. And again, I'm like not trying. A couponing, I think, is like such an art form, I guess. Like, it's like a sport. <laughs> why are you laughing? The way you said it's an art form, I guess. <laughs> well because it's not an art form i'm trying to be nice here but i guess it's like a sport like basically what i'm saying is it takes a lot of dedication to like yeah do that and like i respect the grind but at the same time there's something about like couponing being like just like really intense that just like i find like i don't know if comical is the right word because that sounds like i'm looking down on it it just like there's something in my brain that's just like like it'd be like um it's the same way that I look at like uh, competitive walking. What's that called? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Speed walking? Speed walking. Oh. Where it's like, this is like totally a sport. And if you win an Olympic medal in, in speed walking, then like you won an Olympic medal. Is that like, a. Yeah, it's an Olympic sport, no dude. Way. Yes. No way. Yes, it is. That was in the Olympics this year? I don't, not this year, but it definitely, well, maybe this year, Olympic speed walking. Shut the fuck up. That makes me so upset I didn't watch that. I'm obsessed with that. It's, yeah, Olympic speed walking. I hate that. I don't know that it was in this last one, but it's definitely, oh no, this year's <sighs> Olympic marathon uh, took place in, oh, where does it say? Oh my God. In Tokyo. So it says, walk really fast. 
know that this is a thing? And they just all look like they're hurrying, like passive aggressively like hurrying. It looks like they're wearing diapers and they just took a deep shit by accident. And they gotta, they gotta run home and change. Oh my god, I feel blessed for for knowing this. Like I have to say. This is like a gift to me. I like I said, I'm so surprised that you hadn't heard of it, only because it feels like something that you would love so much. And like the stills to me are just so good. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't believe this. Wow. I'm like literally crying. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. What a beautiful world we live in. But so this is that this is yeah, how no, I feel no. about it's very like, it's akin. like this in the yeah. same realm, right? Yeah. Is like somebody who's like the coupon information center, like they have like a CEO of like the coupon information center. And that's just I don't know, there's something about it that just feels very like Yeah. This mundane thing that has been made to be like hyper intense. Well, it's like it's like intense organizing. Do you know what I yeah. mean? It has like the similar vibes where it's like that's that's efficient but it's goes beyond like use value into like pleasure yeah right like they're like flipping through the coupon book and like they're like yo like (laughs) oh my god i was at a um i was at a football game this week this is such a weird thing to talk about i was at a football game right and there is this guy and you know people are like making gestures at other people and so i'm like watching these people make gestures at each other and it's like this one guy who must be in his like he's at at least mid 30s maybe older i don't really remember now and he's wearing a hat which i feel like is confusing obscures the age and so he's like looking at the people up so i couldn't see what the people up were doing but at one point he like takes his fingers in like the v and he's like making like sweet sweet love to this like imaginary like (laughs) clit and it was like I was so confused because, you know, most of the time people just like flick their tongue around and it's just like, fuck you, like whatever. This guy was like, like going at it, like, and it was really long. (laughs) Like it was like a full down, like it was a really long situation. And I just like couldn't look away because I could not believe that no one else was noticing that this was happening. Oh, my God. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, like he was like varying pace and like tongue surface area and just like it was just the most it was so disturbing wait so he was like mad at the people above i couldn't tell because i told out fine i was like alex look at this guy look at this guy and he was like oh i think he's like 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 that he thought that he was taking it that he was like like saying fuck you to the people up there but i was taking it like i thought maybe like his i don't know like girlfriend was sitting up there like I don't know, just because those I are disturbing I in just, their like, own way. I couldn't figure out what was going oh, on. Oh God! But it did make me remember the first and only time that I've ever done that, which was in seventh grade. <laughs> I was so confused. I didn't know what anything was. It was mm-hmm. right after this late. This older kid punched me in the stomach, and I said, "Ow, my vagina." <laughs> He's like, "I didn't do anything." Well, no, she was like, "What do you mean your vagina's down there?" And I was like. <laughs> I think I meant uterus, but I like was confused. <laughs> I don't know. It was the same day. And I like did that because I didn't really know what it meant. We just saw the older girls do it. And my friends, friends, 
mom called me and scolded me about it. Oh my God. Isn't that so weird? She called me on my cell phone and was like, Sydney, this is so-and-so's mom. And like, I just think that like, it's disgusting that you did blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like a child. Like, sure. Isn't that weird? That's weird. (sighs) Moms are so weird. For real. Oh my gosh. Can I read? Sorry, we're on such a tangent. I swear, guys, we're going to talk about this, but I need to read this quote. And I thought that you might find it as not disturbing, but it really like, oh, okay. Excited. It hit me where it hurts. Okay. So the quote is by Bonnie Burstow and it says, often father and daughter look down on mother woman together. They exchange meaningful glances when she misses a point. They agree that she is not bright bright as they are cannot reason as they do this collusion does not save the daughter from the mother's fate okay doesn't that like yeah like i can't even describe how it makes me feel granted i do it with both of my parents but like i definitely feel like there's moments where you know like mom quote-unquote overreacts and so you kind of like give a glance to your dad and your you and your dad are kind of just like what the fuck yeah and realizing how like damaging i guess that is of like this superiority that it feels like you're building but it doesn't save the daughter from the mother's fate yeah it's obviously making an assumption that they're gonna have kids but i don't know i read it the other day and i was like that's why you should watch all of kidridge wait really (laughs) that's like what it's about no way yeah oh my god that feels very on par with what olive kitteridge is talking about it's a very fascinating show oh i should watch it okay well anyways couponing (laughs) um so one of the fraud victims took the people down they reported the couple to the coupon information center again it's a nonprofit that works against fraud felt like i should clarify since it's been about 20 minutes <laughs> since i first mentioned what oh it was God. um but they brought this is a coupon enthusiast who took the people down uh they brought the coupons from the town ta- oh they bought the coupons from the talons the counterfeiters uh confirmed it was a counterfeit and then contacted the u.s postal inspection service for the investigation Mm. quote despite hollywood's recent portrayal of coupon fraud as a comedy or simply bending the rules it's a serious matter (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) also like what did hollywood have a recent portrayal of coupon fraud like did they yeah what is what is he referencing (laughs) was there like a romantic like extreme couponers that's like TLC though. Is that Hollywood? And yeah. is it comedy? I don't think so. I feel like they're like, I don't know. Okay. But so that quote comes from the center's executive director, Bud Miller in a statement. <laughs> Bud Miller. I love him. He said the sentencing of Miss Talons showed quote, coupon counterfeiting is generally a felony level offense. The penalties of which may include years in prison, total loss of assets, lifelong restitution orders, and reduced job opportunities. The perpetrator's families often suffer as well. What was her sentence? Um, 12 years in prison. Holy shit. <laughs> Why did she do it? I don't understand. no joke, dude. That's just such a random... A random know. offense, right? But... um. But yeah, so it's not a laughing matter. Okay. It re- that reminds me of remember those like really intense um you wouldn't steal a phone. Yes. You wouldn't exactly. steal a purse. But you would pirate a movie. It's like I don't know. It's not know. a victimless crime. It's like I don't know. Um but 
yeah it's it's bad um it was the largest fraud scheme of its kind and it was worth more than 31 million dollars <laughs> how of wait so it was worth 31 million dollars of the money she made or the no, amount that she ripped off it cost companies. retailers and manufacturers more than oh. 31 million dollars in losses jesus um okay there was nearly a million dollars in counterfeit coupons uh 13,000 coupon designs on her computer and material for quote Frankenstein coupons that scammed people around the country. How does she have that much time? Like go get a graphic design job, girl. Right? I mean, maybe she was like a stay-at-home mom. Again, they didn't release all that much information on her, but uh maybe she was like a stay-at-home mom or like just didn't work and got bored. That must be it. Not that like it just seems like it's for pleasure and not for like gain in some way. Yeah, but even if it was for gain, I just feel like this like how do you have time for this? Like this feels like it's like a full-time job, you know? Yeah. Um It took me like 5 hours to design my fucking Halloween invite. I love it by the way. It's <laughs> Thank really you. cute. It's really cute. One second, I got an Alex. Oh, okay. Everything's okay. Yeah, so talent, like I said, Talons was sentenced to 12 years in prison. Her husband also pled guilty because he was involved in the scheme because he would actually take the stuff to the post office to be oh. like, it's like, oh, can you take this package out? Which they didn't say whether or not he knew what he was doing. Do you know what I mean? If she was like, oh, can you like, like I have this business and can you like take the packages to the post office for me, please? Or if yeah. it was like, hey, 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 like we're going to rip all these people off. Go take it to the post office. You know, yeah. I couldn't really tell, but he did plead guilty to mail fraud. Um, God. <laughs> quote from Brian Dugan, special agent in charge of the FBI's Norfolk field office, said in a statement, coupon fraud is not a harmless crime. <laughs> He described the couple's operation as, quote, an audacious fraud scheme that stole more than $31 million directly from retailers and manufacturers. So that kind of brought me to I was really sad because I was so excited to click on this headline on The New York Times just because I was like, this is so interesting. Yeah. But it just didn't seem like like that was literally all of the information in the article. And I wanted to know, like, why did she do this? Like, yeah, like, what's, what's the what's deal? Going on? What's the human element? Yeah, but it didn't get that. But what I did get was I looked up the history of coupons because I was kind of like, okay, how does this work that you yeah. could get away with doing this for like, sorry, you can get away for doing, you could get away with doing this for nearly three years and like rip off so much money. Like, I guess I just didn't really understand how nobody was like, hey, yeah what's the deal like the person who realized that there was an issue was a couponer sorry i just had the <laughs> memory yesterday caleb and i went to Cantor's. have you ever been there it's like the old jewish yes. deli we were <laughs> we were like getting like pastries to go because they have really good cookies and this woman that works there was like who wanted a who wanted a gift card and she was like anyone who wanted a gift card she said it like three times and caleb was like oh i'll t i'll ha me i'll have it and she was like what <laughs> and he's like i'll have the gift card and i'm like 
She's not asking if you want a gift. Like, she's not going to... He thought that she was just giving out <laughs> gift cards to this restaurant, like, randomly. And it was very weird. Are you sure he wasn't trying to be a con man? Maybe. I was like, oh, are you buying a gift card? He's like, no, I thought she was giving them out. And I'm like, in what world is a restaurant? Like, who wants free money into my establishment? <laughs> Anyways, it just... But no, I mean, that's a great... So, similar to coupons i was kind of just like i don't understand like how do businesses account for gift cards for example do you know what i mean because it's like knowing that it's like oh we made this money and then they're gonna spend this money what do you mean but they get the money oh i guess you're right never mind it seems pretty obvious now let's move on (laughs) okay (laughs) so the first coupon was created wait guess guess what year 1923 1887. Oh. By um, Asa Chandler, who's the Coca-Cola co-owner. Oh, of course. And it's the French word Cooper, which means, I'm sure that's not how you say it. It's probably like coupé. Um, <laughs> means to cut, and that's where coupon came from. Oh. Uh, so in 1909, the CW Post used one-cent coupons to help sell grape nut breakfast cereal. Okay. Uh, 1930, coupon usage booms in the Great Depression. 1940, chain supermarkets use coupons to attract customers away from neighborhood stores. Classic. Uh, 1957, the Nielsen Coupon Cleaning House, Clearing House, sorry, uh, devoted entirely to coupon redemption was established. Half of oh, all... Okay. 1965, that'll make more sense when I talk about how coupons work, but 1965, half of all households in the U.S. are clipping coupons. 1990, the internet leads to downloaded coupons and online coupon codes. 2002, $3.8 billion saved using coupons. Wow. Right? 2008, merchants started using mobile phones to deliver coupons to their customers. Target became the first national chain to offer scannable phone coupons for all the stores. 2009, coupons used by government to promote digital television transition. Uh, so in January 2009 and January July... 2009 why can't i read uh so january 2008 and july 2009 all u.s households were eligible to request up to two coupons worth 40 dollars each to be used toward the purchase of up to two digital to analog converter boxes oh fun fact didn't know that was a thing uh so how coupons actually work i thought this was really interesting once the cashier accepts the coupon it has a piece of paper that is worth money but to get the money it has to mail it to the manufacturer Okay. Uh, so on the back of most coupons in fine print, the manufacturer lists the mailing address and states that it will also reimburse the store some amount of money for processing. Typically, that's eight cents per coupon. And at scale, this is a huge headache. At the end of the day, the coupons in each cash drawer are added up like if as if they're cash. And then there's a whole processing situation where someone in charge of coupons bags them all up. <laughs> So there's somebody who's like actual job is like lead coupon director of like Albertsons. They're just like a curmudgeon. Isn't that so interesting? I think like jobs like that that are like just in the shadows kind of like who thinks about that? Like how do you get that job? What kind of experience? I don't know. You know, like it's like kind of it's not quite dirty jobs, but I feel like it's kind of like dirty jobs adjacent where it's just like the occupations you don't think about yeah but this is also like coupons from the manufacturer of products and not like walgreens coupons sorry i'm gonna sneeze um 
I thought you were just rolling your eyes. No, I'm sorry. I'm like so close to sneezing. It's It's fine. We can keep going. Um, Yeah. So this is like manufacturing coupons. If it's like a coupon for a a store, like an in-store coupon, I'd imagine you probably just scan it. I see. Right? Yeah. Type in the code. Um, I have a question. Ask me the question. Why do like Vons and like like grocery stores it's like they have their like member price and then like the regular price but then like you always get the member price is like is that just a scheme like you, you put your phone number in and like it oh. takes off like ten dollars off your i think maybe it's like loyalty but then like sometimes if i don't type my phone number in fast enough i'm like distracted when i'm checking out the checker will just like give me like comp it or something they'll just be like i'll see them type you know how they type so fast it's so satisfying to watch a checker type yeah especially type in numbers oh, i don't know that i've ever had anybody um, do that do that for me maybe i just seem really sad <laughs> they're like she needs help <laughs> yeah i don't think anybody's ever done that but then again um, i always put the phone number just because i think it's fun yeah i always put the phone number in and it's yeah. my parents and they always are like ellen and I'm like yes <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What does it say that like it was always my parents and then once Alex and I got married, I just started using Alex's. So there's no trace of me in the in the Ralph system. <laughs> I'm going I'm incognito. Untrace- <laughs> yeah, untraceable. <laughs> Same with CVS. <laughs> Can't find me. Although CVS, it's really disturbing because they if you type put in the number, they now send your receipt to the the person. person's number oh interesting and one time so i got buying condoms your mom knows yeah let's just say i was i was not buying condoms that i was buying something a little that you would need if you didn't use a condom <laughs> let's just say <laughs> that and my mom got the email what did she say but well she didn't say anything i just th- I had never thought about it until they're like, oh, the email oh, has been sent to you. Or the receipt has been sent to your email. And I was like, what email is that? And they're like, Ellen, run, run in late. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Isn't it so interesting to think about like when you're a kid and like what stresses you out? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my parents can't know that like I did X, Y, Z. And now I'm still I, that way. <laughs> I was going to say, I guess I'm still that way, sort of. I guess but it's just like little. easier just not to like well, sure like they'll find out you're not life. gonna get like in trouble yeah yeah i don't know but um i'm sorry that happened to you it's okay did she confront you no she, i mean she doesn't she even doesn't do know that. how to use her email so oh email man isn't that crazy that that there was a time when email didn't exist yeah it's like weird to think about anyways so the person so we're at the end of the day the cashier accepts the coupons i can't believe i'm talking about coupons (laughs) uh the cashier accepts the coupons uh counts it as if it's actually actually money um and then at the end of the day the coupons in each cash drawer are added up like i said like they're cash and then there's a whole processing situation where someone in charge of coupons bags them all up and ships them to a third-party clearinghouse so coupons like are really like a leg of the economy. I don't know if it's a strong leg and I don't know if it's a long leg, but like it's a leg, you know? 
my god so that clearing house sorts through millions of coupons by hand separates them by manufacturer and then and then by scannable upc code and then the scannable coupons are face up on a conveyor belt where they're moved along under a scanner that reads the upc codes and tallies the amounts then adds up the total value of each manufacturer's coupons uh the ones that don't have the codes are hand counted uh, then the clearinghouse sends all the sorted coupons with an invoice number to the manufacturer. In many cases, the manufacturer will recount the coupons to avoid fraud. A process. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I'm like, how would you know that they're not just like, hey, you owe me $5 million? And they're like, oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> well, so they recount them, and it's a process that may. And when they recount them, a lot of times they send it to a third party. So they might just end up setting the coupons through another clearinghouse. Why don't you just make your product five cents cheaper? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it feels like so much work. That's why I don't use coupons because I'm like, this is going to save me 10 cents on something. I know that's like probably privileged to say that. Yeah. I'm aware. I use them sometimes. I try not to, and this goes with anything and like sale items. I try to do this too, although I'm not great at it. It's like, if I wouldn't buy it at full price, then I won't buy it with a coupon. Cause like, th- I feel like that's the scam. Like, I feel like my brain is like, I don't understand why you're giving me money off of this thing randomly. Like, yeah. what's the deal? Why are you doing this? Yeah. No, I get that. And so I'll only buy it if it's like, oh, I was going to buy that anyways. Or like, I like this already. Well, that's like Walgreens always gives me like $5 like reward dollars so like you get five dollars off if you go there but then it's only valid for like two days and it's like well i just went here and got the stuff i had to get so then i would go back just to use it and then i would be like but i didn't even want to spend this money yeah no exactly it is it's all big scam it is but i think it is all like not a a victimless crime though it's not i am the victim you are the victim (laughs) um but yeah i don't think it's like i think it's all just like marketing because, you know, if you're getting $5 free dollars to Walgreens, then theoretically you're going back to Walgreens to spend the $5. Or even if you're not, it's like, oh, yeah, I could get $5 off, so I'll, like, come back. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch, um, what was the couponing show on TLC? Extreme Coup- Couponing. Is that what it's called? I think so. Extreme Couponing. Is TLC still around? Yeah. Is TLC allowed? I just feel like they did a lot of like yeah. things that didn't seem edgy, but were like maybe. I'm pretty sure. No. No, they're not around? No, sorry. I'm thinking out loud. Oh, Caleb's dad's I... show is on a TLC. No. What, what was it? Or is it on Wii TV? He makes the show Love After Lockup. That, and he makes um, Doomsday Preppers. Do you know that show? Yeah. That's I his think show. My dad's sh- like he's the showrunner yeah i didn't know that his dad did that yeah he's in reality tv interesting (laughs) i've heard there's a lot of money in reality tv it's just like soulless work kind of i was able to go to a dude ranch (laughs) (laughs) interesting wait what's caleb's last name madison interesting (laughs) um yeah alex and i started watching um life swap have you ever watched that show i used to it's pretty crazy right it's like i can't believe that that's like allowed (laughs) do you know what i mean yeah like how is that allowed i don't know like so if you guys haven't watched wife swap 
it um airs on tlc which also airs the coupon show that's how we got here but basically they take two wives or they take the wife they take two families and then take the two wives and then swap literally swap them and it just i don't know like there was one where this lady like didn't like animals and she was going to live at a house for two weeks that had 32 animals and she ended up giving all the animals away which I was like, wait, how is that a lot? That's someone's life. No, totally. That must just be for the drama. I hope. I so. doubt that's real. And then there was another point where somebody got them a, a pet. That must just be for the TV show. There's one. I have to find this video of this woman that's like, there's bad energy in here. Yeah, this woman. I think this is a wife swap. Oh, trading spouses. Oh, maybe trading. Okay, so Wife Swap must have been on a different network. Trading Spouses with TLCs because they had Trading Spaces also. Which, did you ever watch that? No, it's just people would. Basically, the whole thing with Trading Spaces is it had Ty, the guy who hosted Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Did you? Did you never watch He just that? needed something else. Oh, of course. I was obsessed with Extreme yeah, Makeover Home yes. Edition. So he hosted that, but he also hosted Trading Spaces where basically they'd take two like neighbors and have them redo the like diy redo the a room from the other family's house wait that's (laughs) but they wouldn't tell them like they would just be like we don't like this we don't like that don't do this and like sometimes they'd listen to them and sometimes they wouldn't they just like like there was one dude where they literally they made it beach themed and so they brought in a bunch of sand to put on the floor Oh my god. Like it's so bad. Like, but look, I loved it as a kid. I was like, wow, so creative. But now looking back on it, I'm no, like, holy this, shit. There was a extreme maker in your Belinda. No, I know, I know the family. They went to my school. And didn't they like made the house like crazy and then like they didn't like it. They after. didn't like it? I think like it went into disrepair like s- s- shortly after because all the the problem was that they would always design the kids rooms like hyper specific yes yes and then it's like you grow up a year later and you're like i don't want a fucking tree house in my room yeah i've also heard that there was an issue where like a lot of them because the families a lot of times were like you know it's reality tv so they had like kind of a reason to be deserving of this yeah like the one in your Belinda, it's actually like a really sad story. Um, there were like three kids and the baby, my mom would never let high schoolers babysit us. And this is why is because the babysitter was driving them and on an unprotected left-hand turn, they got T-boned. And I want to say, can't remember if it killed one of their kids, but it definitely left one of them with like brain I damage. Remember that. Yeah. It was like really, really sad. Um, but so that was the family that did it. But anyways, so a lot of times it's like families who are having like financial struggles or something like that. And so they'll just like redo this house. Right. And then they end up getting it reappraised. And so then they have to pay taxes on the higher value. So then they get fucked because even if they like the show, oftentimes is like we like have college funds for all your kids or like we paid off your mortgage or whatever they get fucked because they can't afford the taxes on the like the nicer house oh god i mean that's like winning the lottery everyone always wait what do people say about winning the lottery you get like fucked with taxes i mean yeah but you're still i feel like with winning the lottery at least in my head you get fucked with taxes but it's you just don't end up making as much free money as you thought. Well, yeah. So my ex's friend, his family won 
the lottery, but it wasn't like a huge, I guess you can win a lottery and it's not like a crazy amount. Uh, sure. Does that sound right? Like maybe you don't win the jackpot. I don't know very much about the lottery. So they, they won some sort of lottery where they got a fair amount of money, Okay. but they got taxed really hard. But then they like went and like bought everyone like new cars and they bought a new house and then they ran out of money and then had to get rid of all the cars in the house. <gasps> oh no. Because they just spent it all really fast. Oh. And then they like, didn't really think about the, up- I don't know. I just well, maybe that. Maybe it's something where it's like, until you file your taxes, you don't have to pay the Oh. like maybe they don't just like take it out automatically do you know what i mean yeah because that's like for me when i get paid now when i like send an invoice they pay me for the full amount and then i'm in charge of taking the money out to save yeah, for taxes devastating oh geez there's no shortcuts there's no shortcuts there's very little shortcuts i'll say i'll, I'll leave room that there might be some but i'm yeah i am very wary of them no, I agree with that. I think there's <laughs> shortcuts seem like coupons. Maybe yeah. a little too good to be true. Hey. If it is too good, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. That's what <laughs> yeah. my parents always said. Uh, so that was couponing, <laughs> the largest coupon scam in the U.S. Riveting. Riveting it's indeed. It's not a victimless crime. It's not a, you wouldn't steal Who's a house. victim? I still don't, that's, is that to be revealed? I mean. I don't know who the victim is. Is it the, the coupon sorter or someone? I couldn't quite make out if the coupons would work for the people who like bought them from her. Oh. Or if she was ripping them off or if it was more just like you're ripping off all the companies. It had to be the companies because I feel like it would have gotten found out really fast if the coupons didn't work, right? Yeah. That's what it seems like to me. Same. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess like... The corporations, like the manufacturers and stuff. Yeah. Well. Sorry to them, I guess. Save smartly. Save smartly. And I guess don't make counterfeit coupons. <laughs> Use your Photoshop for good. <laughs> yeah, not evil. Um, new episodes every Friday. Shut up, keep going on Instagram, which is where we'll post pictures of all of this. Um, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.